Shalom and welcome back to the broadcast. I'm Sean, your host. Website is www.scriptureandprophecy.com. Well, last week I did a podcast that was a message to the last generation from the book of Enoch, and it got an overwhelmingly uh, positive response, and people wanted uh, more, which was to my surprise because we had just covered the entire book of Enoch. you know, going into the last half of last year. Um, but people are wanting more and more, and uh, I thought I would continue and do a part two, uh, which means we'll be picking up at chapter 99 uh, this morning, and there is a possibility for a part three even. Uh, so that's what we're going to be looking at today. I'm going to just continue where we left off last week. Um reading from the book of Enoch, a message to the last generation. Before we get started, just a quick reminder, this podcast is listener-supported. You can go to scriptureandprophecy.com, and you can click the support tab, uh, PayPal donation, mail, or Patreon subscription is how you support this mission of truth. Uh, Please consider doing that if you are able. And if you are not, your prayers are much coveted and appreciated, so... I thank all of you who helped me to make this possible. Alright, let's begin. We're going to pick up, pick up where we left off with chapter 99, the ancient book of Enoch from the Dead Sea Scrolls, a message to the last generation, and a warning to the ungodly. Woe to you who work godlessness and glory and lying, and extol them. You shall perish, and no happy life shall be yours. Woe to them who pervert the words of uprightness, and transgress the eternal law, and transform themselves into what they were not. You shall be trodden underfoot upon the earth. Quick note. One of my hypo- one of my you know theories about the end of days is that there'll be lots of genetic modification that human beings will start uh, seriously modifying themselves through genetic manipulation and merging with artificial intelligence and um, it's interesting here and in this this line right here he's talking about woe to them who transgress the internal law eternal law and transform themselves into what they were not. I just find that interesting. Maybe that's maybe that's not talking about that, but it could be. In those days make ready, ye righteous, to raise your prayers as a memorial, and to place them as a testimony before the angels, that they may place the sin of the sinners for a memorial before the Most High. In those days the nations shall be stirred up, and the families of the nations shall rise on the day of destruction. And in those days the destitute shall go forth and carry off their children. They shall abandon them, so their children shall perish through them. Yea, they shall abandon their children that are still sucklings and not return to them, and shall have no pity on their beloved ones. Another quick note, if you look at Ken Johnson's um, version of Enoch... And his commentary, he thinks that section there that I just read also 
speaks to abortion. Let me just uh, read those two verses again. And in those days the destitute shall go forth and carry off their children, and they shall abandon them, so that their children shall perish through them. Yea, they shall abandon their children that are still sucklings, and not return to them, and have no pity on their beloved ones. And again I swear to you, ye sinners, that sin is prepared for a day of unceasing bloodshed. And they who worship stones and grave images of gold and silver and wood and stone and clay, and those who worship impure spirits and demons, and all kinds of idols, not according to knowledge, shall get no manner of help from them. They shall become godless by reason of the folly of their hearts, and their eyes shall be blinded through the fear of their hearts, and through visions in their dreams. Through these they shall become godless and fearful, for they shall have wrought all their work in a lie, and shall have worshipped a stone. Therefore in an instant they shall perish. But in those days blessed are all they who accept the words of wisdom, and understand them, and observe the paths of the Most High, and walk in the path of righteousness, and become not godless with the godless, for they shall be saved. Woe to you who spread evil to your neighbors, for you shall be slain in Shaul. Woe to you who make deceitful and false measures, and to them who cause bitterness on the earth, for they shall thereby be utterly consumed. Woe to you who build your houses through the grievous toil of others, and all their building materials are bricks and stones of sin. I tell you, you shall have no peace. Woe to them who reject the measures and eternal heritage of their fathers, and whose souls follow after idols, for they shall have no rest. Woe to them who work unrighteousness and help oppression, and slay their neighbors until the day of great judgment. For he shall cast down your glory and bring affliction on your hearts, and shall arouse his fierce indignation, and destroy you with all the sword. And all the holy and righteous shall remember your sins. And in those days, in one place, the father together with their son shall be smitten. And brothers, one with another, shall fall in death. Till the streams flow with their blood. For a man shall not withhold his hand from slaying his sons and his sons' sons. And the sinner shall not withhold his hands from his honored brother. From dawn till sunset they shall slay one another. And the horse shall walk up to the breast in the blood of sinners. And the chariot shall submerge its, to its height. I'm reminded of Revelation uh, chapter 14 verse 20 when I read that verse which in Revelation says and the winepress was trodden without the city and blood came out of the winepress even unto the horses bridles by the space of a thousand six hundred furlongs and here in Enoch it says and the horse shall walk up to the breast in the blood of sinners and the chariot shall be submerged to its height verse 4 and in those days the angels shall descend into the secret places and gather together into one place all those who brought down sin. And the Most High will arise on the day of judgment to execute great judgment amongst the sinners. 
and over all the righteous and holy he will appoint guardians from amongst the holy angels to guard them as the apple of his eye until he makes an end of all wickedness and all sin. And though the righteous sleep a long sleep, they have not to fear. That's an interesting, uh, you know, we talk about how God promises to, he can, that he can and will preserve the righteous in the day of judgment, right? Well, here in Enoch it says, And in those days the angels shall descend into the secret place, places and gather together into one place all those who brought down sin, and the Most High will arise on that day of judgment to execute, execute great judgment among the sinners. And over all the righteous and holy, he will appoint guardians from amongst the holy angels to guard them as the apple of his eye until he makes an end of all wickedness and all sin. And through the righteous sleep a long sleep, and though the righteous sleep a long sleep, they have not to fear. And then the children of the earth shall see the wise in security and shall understand all the words of this book and recognize their riches shall not be able to save them. And in the overthrow of their sins, woe to you, sinners, on the day of strong anguish. Ye who afflict the righteous and burn them with fire, ye shall be required according to your works. Woe to you, ye abstain of heart, you obstinate of heart, who watch in order to devise wickedness. Therefore shall fear come upon you, and there shall be none to help you. Woe to you, ye sinners, on account of the words of your mouth, and on account of the deeds of your hands, which your godlessness has wrought. In blazing flames, burning worse than fire, ye shall burn. And now know ye that from the angels he will inquire as your deeds in heaven from the sun and from the moon and from the stars in reference to your sins, because upon the earth you execute judgment on the righteous." He will summon to testify against you every cloud and the mist and dew and rain, for they shall all be withheld because of you from descending upon you, and they shall be mindful of your sins. This is also one of many places in the book of Enoch that talks about in the last days of like the rains and stuff being withheld. And now give presence to the rain that it be not withheld from descending upon you, nor yet do when it has received gold and silver from you that it may descend. When the hour frosts and the snow with their chilliness and the snowstorms with their plagues fall upon you, in those days you shall not be able to stand before them. That's another interesting thing. You know, many believe, based on just historical cycles, okay, that we are due for a, basically, an ice age type of situation and uh, most of us, you know, in our day and age, we can't even fathom those kind of things. And we think that that's something that happens many, 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 many years ago. But actually, you only have to go back a couple hundred years to find the, the last, um, and you should do the research on this, about the last mini ice age. And just uh, look at uh, the temperatures that were in Europe during that time. And how rivers were frozen over for a couple of years. And they used to have like carnivals and festivals on the river itself. My point is, is that according just to historical cycles and patterns, we are due for that in the near future. 
And the Book of Enoch says here, When the hour frosts and snow with their chilliness, and the snowstorms with all their plagues fall upon you, in those days you shall not be able to stand before them. Interesting. Observe the heaven, ye children of heaven, in every work of the Most High, and fear ye him, and work no evil in his presence. If he closes the windows of heavens and withholds the rains and the dew from descending on the earth on your account, what will you do then? And if he sends his anger upon you because of your deeds, you cannot petition him, for ye, righte for ye spake proud and ins insolent words against his righteous. Therefore ye shall have no peace. And see ye not... The sailors of the ships, how their ships are tossed to and fro by the waves and are shaken by the winds, and are in sore trouble. And therefore they do fear, because all their goodly possessions go upon the sea with them, and they have evil forbiddings of heart, that the sea will swallow them and they will perish therein. Are not the entire sea and all of its waters and all of its movements the works of the Most High? And has he not set limits to its doings and confined it throughout the sand? And at his reproof, it is afraid and dries up, and all of its fish die, and all of it is all that is in it. But ye sinners that are on the earth, fear him not. Has he not made the heaven and the earth and all that is therein? Who has given understanding and wisdom to everything that moves on the earth and in the sea? Do not sailors of the ship fear the sea? Yet sinners fear not the Most High. In those days when he hath brought the grievous fire upon you, whither you will flee, and whither you will find, where will you find deliverance? And when he launches forth his word against you, will you not be frightened and fear? And all the luminaries shall be affrighted with great fear, and all the earth shall be affrighted and trembled, and be alarmed, and all the angels shall execute their commands, and shall seek to hide themselves from the presence of the great glory, and the children of the earth shall tremble and quake, and ye sinners shall be cursed forever, and shall have no peace. Fear ye not, ye souls of righteous, and be hopeful ye that died in righteousness, and grieve not in your soul into Shaul, has descended in grief, and that in your life your body fared not according to your goodness, but wait for the day of judgment of sinners, and for the day of cursing and chastisement. And yet, when ye die, the sinners speak over you. As we die, so die the righteous. And what benefit do they recap for their deeds? Behold, even as we, so do they die in grief and darkness. And what have they more than we? From henceforth we are equal. And what will they receive, and what will they see forever? Behold, they too have died, and henceforth forever shall they see no light. I, Before I read the next part, let me just explain what's being said here. Is Enoch is writing that, you know, the wicked see the righteous die, and they say to themselves, See? What good is it to be righteous? They die just like we do. You know, there's the outcome is the same, so you might as well do what you want and live the way you want and, and be happy and be filled with pleasure. That's essentially what they're saying. Verse 9. 
I tell ye, you, ye sinners, ye are not content to eat and drink and to rob and sin and strip men naked and acquire wealth and see good days. Have ye seen the righteous, how their end falls out? That no manner of violence is found in them till their death? Nevertheless, they perished and became as though they had not been, and their spirits descended in Sheol and tribulation. Now, therefore I swear to you, the righteous by the glory of the great and honored and mighty one in dominion and his greatness, I swear to you, I know a mystery. I have read the heavenly tablets. I have seen the holy books. And I have found written therein and inscribed regarding them that all the goodness and joy and glory are prepared for them and written down for their spirits of those who have died in righteousness and that manifold good shall be given to you in recompense for your labors, and that your lot is abundantly beyond the lot of the living. And the spirits of you who have died in righteousness shall live and rejoice, and their spirits shall not perish, nor their memorial from before the face of the Great One, unto all the generations of the world, wherefore no longer fear there. Contumely. Woe to you, you sinners, when you have died. If you die in the wealth of your sins, and those who are like you saying regarding you, blessed are the sinners they have seen all their days, and how they have died in prosperity and in wealth, and have not seen tribulation or murder in their life, and they have died in honor, and judgment has not been executed on them during their life. Can we just stop and just acknowledge that this is how it feels sometimes, right? First of all, Enoch is saying, look, I've seen the tablets. I've seen the books and the names of the people inscribed in them. And there's some amazing things waiting for you. Like even though everything didn't go your way here on earth, what's prepared for you is goodness and joy. And manifold good. And you're going to be repaid for your labors. And then he says, woe to the sinners who lived long lives, like, look, we see them, right? They do all this evil, and yet they seem to live forever. And they never seem to get what they have coming, right? We can think of certain political leaders that seem to just live to be 500 years old. Obviously, I'm exaggerating, but it's, it's like they found the fountain of youth or something. And they just continue to do evil and wickedness and smile about it and laugh about it and get on with their lives. Meanwhile, it seems like the righteous die. And suffer. Well, that's what Enoch is describing here. He says, Woe to you sinners who have died, if you die in the wealth of your sins. And those who are like you, saying regarding you, Blessed are the sinners they have seen all their days, and how they have died in prosperity and in wealth, and have not seen tribulation or murder in their life. They have died in honor, and judgment has not been executed on them during their life. Right? Like they got away with it. Verse 7, Know ye that their souls will be made to descend into Shaul, and they shall be wretched in their great tribulation, and into darkness and chains and burning flame, where there is grievous judgment shall your spirits enter. And the great judgment shall be for all the generations of the world. Woe to ye, for ye shall have no peace. Say not in regard to the righteous and good who are in life, in our troubled days we have toiled laboriously and experienced every trouble. 
and met much evil and been consumed and have become few and our spirits small and we've been destroyed and have not found any way to help us even with a word. We have been tortured and destroyed and not hoped to see life from day to day. We hoped to be the head and have become the tail. We toiled laboriously and had no satisfaction in our toil. We have become the food of sinners and of the unrighteous. And they have laid their yoke heavily upon us and they have had dominion over us that hated us and smote us. And to those that hated us we have bowed our necks. But they pitied us not. We desired to get away that we might escape and be at rest, but we found no place whereunto we should flee and be safe from them. And are complained to the ruler in our tribulation, and cried out against those who devoured us, but they did not attend to our cries, who would not hearken to our voices. And they helped those who robbed us and devoured us, and those who made us few, and they concealed their oppression, and they did not remove from us the yoke of those that devoured and dispersed us and murdered us. And they concealed their murder and remembered not that they had lifted up their hands against us. I swear unto you that in heaven the angels remember you for good before the glory of the Great One. And your names are written before the glory of the Great One. Be hopeful. Aforetime you were put to shame Though ill in affliction, but now ye shall shine as the lights of heaven. Ye shall shine and ye shall be seen, and the portals of heaven shall be opened to you. Alright, I think that's a good place to stop for today. You know, Enoch makes the point, you know, those who, you know, they, they had it all. No misery in this life. All they did was bring misery. But that's not going to be the final outcome. Know ye that their souls will be made to descend in Shaul, and they shall be wretched in their great tribulation, and in the darkness and chains and a burning flame, where there is grievous judgment shall your spirits enter, and the great judgment shall be for all the generations of the world. Woe to you, for ye shall have no peace. So lots of promises that the righteous are going to get what they deserve. And the wicked are going to get what they deserve. So the, the righteous will be recompensed. They will be rewarded for their righteousness, for their meekness, for their loyalty to God and to, to his ways. And the wicked who have done nothing but feed on the people and steal and kill and live in their l luxurious ways and they are going to descend into Shaul they are going to be in chains of darkness the day of judgment's coming God is going to send his angels to protect the righteous and we don't need the book of Enoch for that there's several scriptures within the Bible that talk about that protection Isaiah says go into your you know go into your hiding place for a little while Go to your chambers for a little while until the wrath is gone, until the wrath is overpassed. There's scriptures that say that God knows how to preserve the righteous in the day of judgment. So we need not be afraid. Well, I hope you've enjoyed 
the study for this morning. And I pray that you've been blessed by it in the name of Jesus, in the name of Yeshua. And if you have, I'd love to be, I'd love to hear about it uh, in the comments. Please consider supporting this work or at least praying for it. And uh, it's much, much appreciated. That's all I have for you this morning. Peace and grace be with all of you. And until next time, God bless.